Hello, this is Jonathan Steele coming to you through the State Walk Podcast. I want to welcome you to my show. Could you be more specific? On today's episode, what I want to get into is talking about, especially uh, with this past weekend with Coachella, and talking about really the the aspect of what fame really is. So I'll just get into it about fame. Of course, everyone's talking about uh, what Beyonce uh, did this past weekend with her performance, and she's always given great performances, so that's not a shock. But it was the content of a lot of her of the songs that she did and the way she presented them. And right now, with two consecutive weeks of what Beyonce just did recently, and I'll say the week before, I kind of want to touch on what happened with the uh, Teddy Perkins episode with Atlanta, is talking about the levels of how black people see each other. Yes, we do drive culture, but a lot of times it does seem like we can be popular or we can set a trend, but it's not exactly a lot of pride that can be set in that. And obviously right now, Beyonce is the most known person on the planet. And no one can debate that. I know some might say Rihanna is comparable to her because Rihanna is a huge star, but uh, it's not even close. You know, Beyonce... For this generation, if she's, uh, how can I describe her? I, I know they were recently talking about comparing her to this generation's Michael Jackson. If you were to compare her to Michael Jackson, I would say she would be the LeBron James of this generation. And Michael Jackson is Michael Jordan. It's just that they're on two different planets just because of the influence that they, they have still globally. But I think what Beyonce has really done, especially in terms of her fame level is it's completely justified. So a lot of the time when they roll articles on her and they put her with other people that really would not have any business being linked to her. That's what kind of just goes to show you, like she just let you know this past weekend again, that she's the defining artist of her generation. And she's a truly famous person who you don't really see a whole lot of. I know she puts out, you know, some photos every now and again, but she doesn't really do any interviews. So it's still a mystique to her and fame. Um, obviously, you know, through social media, the, the platforms was that anyone could be kind of get a following and get famous on social media platforms. But you can't necessarily say because someone has a couple hundred thousand Instagram followers or even a couple million that they're the equivalent of what a Beyonce is. And even you don't need to go that high. Or Rihanna, or Alicia Keys, or say someone like The Rock. Like these are like truly, truly famous people. So one, th- that's something that really stood out to me, especially with talking about Coachella this past weekend. Is that you have a lot of incredible artists who are really talented. I know The Weeknd did a really great set, and he's another one of those type artists where it's legitimate. He's legitimately famous. And an incredibly talented artist. Probably, if you were to do a rating in terms of fame, it's probably between him and Bruno Mars. You give the edge to Bruno Mars. I think musically, you can make the argument that it's more depth to the weekend's music. And that's not taking anything away from Bruno Mars, but from a quality standpoint, it does seem like he makes more diverse types of music, that he pushes sound. But those are some of the things that kind of stood out to me this past weekend and just when you track on how we share each other's information and how we're, we're looking to kind of get 
you know, likes and popularity, that the elements of fame have really changed. And how you rate that has become even kind of a little bit blurrier because it's like, well, what are you known for? So those are some of the things that answer me. Obviously, if you're uh, an artist, whether you, you sing or you, you're a painter or you're an actor, those are, are, are things that you always get brought that you can always bring up. But just away from that, what are you known for and what's the content and the substance of what you do? So that's something that I've always kind of tried to be mindful and watch. You know, what's kind of interesting is that when you look at, say, with um, what Beyonce did this past weekend, she's definitely the number one, especially in her field, music star. If you look at, say, someone like The Rock, he's the number one movie star on the planet. And the way you judge them is completely different from how you judge other people in their industry at this time. And things change on a regular basis all the time. Ten years ago, you know, The Rock wasn't what Will Smith was at the time. And now that's that shifted. Is that now Will Smith is still popular, he's still a huge star, but right now he's not he's not what the rock is at this moment. But what people should probably take from that, especially when you look at what Will Smith has done actually through Instagram, is he's made himself more accessible to people. Ten to fifteen years ago he didn't have to do that. Because you didn't have media outlets the way you have now. So it was a certain mystique to him when you heard of Will Smith. And that's not necessarily a bad thing overall. You know, that's one of the biggest things in terms of all companies is and just all brands either adapt or die. And and there's certain people that do that better than others. That's one of the reasons why when you look at, say, someone like um, Tiffany Haddish at this moment, she's a perfect social media slash actually incredibly talented person is because yes she's incredibly funny at what she does but she's also accessible to people and it's an authenticity to what she does and there's some people that they kind of struggle with that they're popular and they may be liked but they have real trouble trying to translate that with making people feel like they can kind of get behind them because they're trying to tell a story through a lot of the things that they do professionally and there's some people that they don't need that, you know. Denzel Washington does not need to join Instagram. Kind of going back to, I think, a comment, especially when you talk about fame and how important they are. I remember uh, Gerard Carmichael did a special a few years ago, and he actually said that Denzel Washington is the most important black person to him in our lifetime because what he means. It's just when you mention his name, you immediately know who he is and you know what he he kind of represents and stand for. It's not too many people that can do that, that still have that kind of appeal. And based off his mystique, he doesn't really have to do that. It's actually surprising to say someone like a Russell Crowe, who's a, an Academy Award winning actor, who's a legitimate star, is on Instagram. Like, I would have never thought that. You know, but I would be really surprised if I ever woke up one day and they're like, hey, did you check out Denzel Washington's? IG account because he doesn't need an Instagram account because he's Denzel. So it's one of those things when we start kind of talking about fame and obviously for us to be, you know, sharing photos and obviously we're doing podcasts. We're trying to communicate with one another and we're trying to grow and have discussions. And some of us are a little bit different than others on 
who does that? Like some of us do it because we actually genuinely want to actually connect with people and share thoughts and, and, and have a discussion of ideas. And then some people, it's just, you know, they want to get likes and they want to, it's a popularity contest, which obviously is a certain levels of popularity that you have to have in terms of if you're going to put something out for the world to consume. So you, you can't be naive to that no matter what you're putting out. Basquiat was still here today and he was a painter and he was still painting. Who knows, he may have a, an official account that showed his paintings for people to view because it would help people around the world be able to see his art. So you, you can't necessarily become dismissive that way, but just from looking at this past weekend and you look at what on what the energy was like, especially from Coachella, especially from, say, someone like a Beyonce, it was it was really fascinating because not that many people can do that anymore where they get you to see what they're doing and it's completely off of what they do from their profession. You know. Like no offense to say Kim Kardashian, but you know, their their levels of fame thrive off of whether you think they're realistic scenarios or should you say uh, strategic scenarios that are formed for them to still be talked about publicly. That element may be there with Beyonce, but that element's there with her from a creative standpoint based off of her music. It's not there based off of her trying to be involved in anything. Like um, her being supposedly bit on the face, that doesn't benefit Beyonce because she doesn't need that kind of story. She's been relatively pretty clean in terms of what you know her for and the main thing you know her for is what she is as an artist and as and the type of music she does and even say someone like the rock you know him for he, he's a very funny likable person he makes very relatable films that people can digest and he has a personality that able is able to kind of connect people from all parts of the globe to watch him in films or watch his shows so they they craft their image in a way to fit them, but at the, the heart of what they're doing, it's related to their work. There's other people where it's just related to their life. So I think that's what's something that's kind of getting harder to separate because some people might look at someone's uh, likes or someone's followers and they think, like, this is their level of importance. It's not necessarily their level of importance based off of the fact that they're popular through a social media platform, but their level of importance and what they do and how they do it. Someone like Kevin Hart is a legitimately famous person because of everything he does from a business standpoint. If you take out anything you know about him personally and you just looked at how he moved professionally and how he uses his, his level of fame, he is a big-time power player when you look at how he goes about handling his business. Some people don't necessarily do that that way. Like, I don't think uh, Ice Cube has... An Instagram account like that that he posts pictures up on a regular basis. I'll probably have to look into that further. But Ice Cube is Ice Cube. So, and we've known of him for so many years now. There's really not that much he can do to really take you away from that that's his brand. And he kind of follows that to the way he does his music and his films. But then there's some people where they kind of have to rely a little bit more on that. And I know that's something with... Um, especially with a lot of music nowadays, especially with younger artists, um, that they do a lot of that. And, you know, I know that famous uh, Breakfast Club interview 
several weeks ago that with Charlemagne had a group, what was his name, uh, Tech, I think his name was Tech 9, Tech 6 9. I've never really heard of that kid. I mean, I've seen photos of him, but I've never really followed that kid like that. And again, he's someone that, uh, no, Takashi, Takashi 6 9. I'm sorry. But he had a, a an interview on the Breakfast Club that was very strategic and it went, you know, a certain way and obviously the quality of that interview based off of some of the, the stuff he said in terms of making claims on certain things in terms of uh, who he associates himself with became a big thing and then how he kind of leveraged that interview with Charlemagne and it led to a bigger uh, social media uh uh, response, but what's the the narrative of that? Like, I don't necessarily hear a lot of people talking about what he does creatively, musically. It's just like I heard about the interview. Now I could be wrong about him. He could be, you know, someone musically that actually makes stuff that's good. But from mind's eye, you know, he's someone that if I saw him, like, oh, so that's the guy that does social media posts or does stuff on on uh, on YouTube and through the internet that gets him recognition. Big Sean is legitimately famous. He's legitimately a top five MC at any moment. And, ever, and however you want to rate him based off his work, you don't even have to bring up any of the stuff about him personally, whether who he's seeing or what he's doing in terms of, you know, Detroit in general, you just listen to him musically and how he presents himself. Big Big Sean's a legitimate star. He's legitimately famous. But um, it's something that I think a lot of people have trouble separating in different fields all the time. And that's not necessarily uh, a bad thing all the time, but it is something to, to think about. Like what you're seeing right now with Cardi B, she's legitimately famous right now. And what helps her is that she's a likable person that goes along with her level of fame. And one of the things I think with her is, even if you think her album is good, but just based off the hype and how much, you know, marketing and how much commercials are coming your way about her, as long as she made something that was good, which it appears that that's the overwhelming thing is that it was good, if you combine that with her likability, that's going to carry her album and it's going to carry her to her next projects moving forward easily. Say someone right now, like uh, what Nicki Minaj is in, she's in a really interesting point because just seven, eight years ago, the things that she's doing right now with Cardi B was the things that were happening with her and Lil' Kim. And at some point with that, you got to start thinking about, okay, are we going to get to the point in our, in, our, in our societies where we can give someone their props and then that's it and then we can move on from it? Because it does seem like, even in this aspect of fame, is that you can give it up to somebody, but if you don't, if you don't kind of give them the kind of energy and give them the kind of uh, acknowledgement that people feel like they should get consistently, it turns into a, uh, an element that you just, where you, you're either hating on someone or you're not respecting them all the way. And, um, and some of the things, when I hear that, it, it just made me think about, you know, with the Jay-Z lyric, when he says, I give a man his props, but that's where it stops. That's not enough for people nowadays, where you could just like, oh, yeah, man, I think they're really talented and they're really good, and uh, I wish them the best. A lot of people want you to elaborate on, on why you just give them that, 
that acknowledgement. And that's something that's really kind of interesting right now going on with, say, someone like a Nicki Minaj, who is incredibly popular. And sometimes, you know, not reading certain situations actually can hurt you with that. So that's just some of the, the things that, you know, moving forward, you know, likability in terms of how you're trying to cultivate fame is important, but it also depends on, well, what are you trying to sell? For someone like her, Nicki Minaj is trying to sell that, you know, she's, her image has always been, you know, kind of selling a Barbie kind of fun, multiple personality, which she's largely sold as her, as her image. Cardi B's image is that she's just fun, she's silly, she's being herself, and she's looking to have a good time. You know, so if that that's the image narrative that you now have, anything that deviates from that makes people look at you dramatically differently than how you were presenting yourself from before. So, and maybe that's just a, a, a thing with fame that's a success rate change, you know. And it's a lot of people that have to actually experience it first before you will know uh, exactly who they are. You know, a lot of times when people wonder about uh, why are some people, when they make certain amounts of money, why do they end up changing something? Well, a lot of times, scenarios only enhance the true core of your personality anyway. If you were someone that just was low-key, you worked really hard, and you wanted, and you were about your substance, and a lot of times those people are the people that we see that do very well, but you wouldn't know about it because success and money and fame didn't do anything but just enhance what personality-wise they already were to begin with. So... There's just some people that do that a little bit better than others. And then there's some people that, you know, uh, can get, you know, a little famous and it can kind of go to their head. And a lot of people can live in an alternate reality a lot of the time. But those are just some of the things that were interesting to me. I thought in terms of like how we judge people on the, le- on, on the levels of their fame and how relevant they are based off of uh, how much we talk about them and follow them. But... Uh, those are some of the things I just wanted to touch on right now. I want to thank anybody that's out, out here right now that's actually listening to this podcast. Uh, I'm looking forward to doing more. Thank you for taking the time out to listen to Could You Be More Specific? My name is Jonathan Steele. I'm coming through, through the Stable Podcast. Definitely like, share this with anyone you know of. I look forward to doing more of these in the future, and you guys have a good one. Mm-hmm.